good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time of day it is wherever you are um today um i might not be all out and shouty um i've been i think i have a bit of a cold but um i'm here i'm fine we show up we show up consistently we show up every week we show up and we get this done and i was discussing with someone earlier today and the conversation got me in a very very strong reflective mood and of course with the knowledge of the holy spirit i decided i was going to bring it on this platform and literally from there i got the topic for our podcast for the week and um just in case okay first of all uh, let me not get ahead of myself welcome to christian professionals network if you're listening for the first time this is a platform where we raise ethical excellent professionals who will thrive and rise in the workplace using bible-based practical principles to get results and um back to what i'm trying to say for every christian professional listening to this just in case you have forgotten or you're not aware or you just need to be reminded please know that we are a redemptive force we are sent out there in whatever high mighty office industry sector role office that you occupy please remember that you are a redemptive force i got a statistic information today that got me thinking so deeply i was like what i was like wow so i i live in africa nigeria to be precise and someone was sharing with me earlier today that apparently one in four christians live in africa so out of every four african you see one is a christian whether by religion, association, by birth, by culture, by family, we are sure Christians. So it appears that the, excuse me, <coughs> Africa has about the highest number of Christians, if we could actually say so. If one in four of every African you see is a Christian, how is it possible that is in this same continent you have the highest unemployment rate? Literally, that's what I started thinking. When I got that information, I was like, what? In this same continent where one in four people are Christians, right? One, one quarter of us are Christians. But globally, we have the highest unemployment rate. Poverty, don't even go there. Insecurity. Like literally every economic being you can imagine. But for this purpose of this podcast, highest unemployment rate. So the question is, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, a lot of us at times we get so carried away. As in, my 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 heart is heavy, and this is one of those kind of messages that one finger is pointed at you, the remaining four is right back at me. It's for all of us. And the Holy Spirit said, making me realize that you are a redemptive force. It's do you know why it's so? Why one quarter of us are Christians in this same continent and unemployment rate is literally skyrocketing by the day. In the country where I live, Nigeria, let's not even go into the statistics. It's going to hurt your spirit, not just your body. And the question is, what are we doing? How do we have so many Christians, whether by religion, association, relationship, by whatever means, and we are the ones that have the least to show in terms of results? Daniel was just one man. 
Daniel was just one man in Babylon. Eventually, he got a team. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. So let me even say they were just four Hebrew boys. And they shook the entire system. People knew that they were a, a, a different set, a covenant seed of people represented in that institution. Because I believe it was just beyond the workplace. It must have been a, like an entire system. The whole of Babylon knew four people, four for Christians out of a place where over 90% of them were pagans. If they were not bowing to their king, they were bowing to a gold statue. They were sure bowing to something. And there were just four Christians, four Hebrew boys, and they shook the entire place. But here we are. Literally, you have a sleuth of Christians in different workplaces. They don't even know we are there. They are not even aware. As in, I've just been in such a reflective mood. I'm like, what? One in four African is a Christian, yet we have the highest unemployment rate. So the question is, what are we doing? I'm going to read the scripture. And um, if you are very active on this platform, you know that this is one of those major scriptures I like to read a lot. Um, Esther chapter 4 from verse 12. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer he said do not think that because you're in the king's house don't think because you have that great multinational job don't think because you have that global role don't think because you just got promoted don't think because your department is doing okay don't think because you just got this mind-blowing raise don't think because you just got a letter of commendation whatever it could be where you are he says don't think because you are in the king's house whatever the king's house represents for you don't think because you're in a, in a place of comfort convenience and you are well paid your need your bills are paid your needs are met it's not a bad thing please don't get me wrong you know that's what we push for here we go in and we take over just don't think because you think you are sorted right that you alone of all the Jews will escape. See, for if you remain silent at this time, if you choose not to represent God boldly in your workplace, I'm not telling you about being a nuisance, no. Daniel was not throwing it in people's faces. His result was speaking louder than whatever words. He barely even used words. People could tell he was a Christian because of the way he was behaving and the decisions he was making. I say it all the time. It's a very common quote in the Christian dome. I don't know who, who, who said the quote, but I, I use it a lot. Preach the gospel as often as you can and when necessary, use words. It's a case of show and tell. I was still telling them the other day in church. Christianity is show and tell, though. We show first before we tell. It's because I'm showing. The result is showing. People will now come and ask, ah, how and why are you doing this way? That's when I will now tell you. It's not tell before show. We've preached the gospel first with our lives. The way you behave as a professional, the way you engage, the way you deal with conflicts in your office, the way you relate to your colleagues, the way you handle office politics, the way you handle truth, the way you handle excellence, the way you deal with ethics, the way you handle greed, the way you handle, the list is endless, manipulation in the workplace, 
how do we have one in four Christians in Africa, yet we have the highest unemployment rate? And they were just four Hebrew boys. Are they up to Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego? Yeah, four. They were just four Hebrew boys and they shook the entire Babylon. We are sleeping. Even if I say so myself, we need to understand that we are a redemptive force. So Mordecai was telling Esther because in this scripture, Esther was getting carried away. She forgot where she was coming from. Orphan girl, God gave her favor. She started thriving, rising in the office, uh, rising in the office. Started from contract role, from a nobody. She now rose all the way to the CEO. Now reporting to the CEO, and they are telling her these policies are not going to favor Christians. This policy will not promote kingdom interests. And she's like, no, 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 no. I like to separate work from church. I like to separate my personal beliefs from my work. I'm not telling you to be a nuisance. Please don't get me wrong. But we must represent the kingdom, just like the way you cannot hide your tribe because you are a working professional or a career professional you should not be ashamed of your true identity which is christian child of god because you're a working professional this might be a hard hard pill to swallow but like i said the message is for all of us he told i said don't be silent though because it says if you think that you alone of all the jews will escape it says for if you remain silent at this time relief will come if you will not do it god will raise god's work can never be stranded he will raise people if i was not doing this cpn somebody else would do it maybe one of you god would have put it in your heart god's work cannot suffer we're a redemptive force if you're not going to take on the task somebody else will do it god will raise somebody else so we must always see representing God as Christian professionals as a privilege. If I did not respond to this call of running Christian professionals network when the Holy Spirit nudged me late last year and told me to start early this year, I would have probably woken up one day, opened up my phone and somebody is doing it. Don't ever think you're indispensable. Ever. And unfortunately, if you choose not to allow God to use you, you are sure changing yourself because if God is really using you for your own gain, and like somebody said, the preacher said one time that God does not use men, he makes men. So it's more of, come, let me make you. That's what God is actually asking. Let me make you. That's basically what he's asking. So it's 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 just really shocking. He says, if you remain silent at this time, he says, relief and deliverance for the Jews will come from another place. He says, but you and your family will perish. He says, and who knows, this is the line that blows my mind all that you have come into your royal position who knows that god made sure that you're the one that got that job who knows that god made sure you're the one that got that promotion who knows that god made sure you're the one that got that offer who knows that god made sure you're the one that put on that that was put on that committee who knows that god made sure you're the one that basically got access into that industry access into the c-suits it says for such a time as this you must never forget why God has put you where you are as a Christian professional. That's our pulpit. We're probably not pastors preaching in, in, in church or, or, or in the congregation on Sundays, but you know the way pastors preach in church on Sunday? That's what we're supposed to be doing Monday through Friday, every day of the week, really, in our workplaces. That's our pulpit. Like they say, pulpit is where you pull people out of the pit and you do it first by the way you live. Daniel did not have to be a nuisance by shouting up and down, I'm a Christian, I'm a Hebrew boy, I'm a Hebrew boy. No. His choices, his actions, his decisions, his ethics, his excellence 
distinguished him. They are the ones, even when they were conspiring. If you've not listened to Unlocking Conspiracy in the Workplace, the meeting we had last month on Clubhouse, even when they were conspiring, eh, even his haters in the workplace, all of them agreed. This one is a Christian because he's reliable, he's excellent. You can't floor him, you can't outwork him, you can't out, out, out excel him. But at the same time, you can't out Christian him. Some of us, our colleagues, don't even know that we're Christians, and because you are so underrepresented by the, your your work ethics and the way you behave, you are not even bold enough to say you're a Christian because they will look and see if your type. That if this is how we used to be, we're not interested. It's a show and tell, people. We're redemptive force. God sent you. You must remember, everywhere you are that company that agency that consulting firm that industry that multinational that bank wherever you work always remember you are a redemptive force he says and who knows that you have come into this position this role this job this offer anybody else could have gotten it but god chose you he says who knows god has put you there for such a time as this to, to get your colleagues to know God, to get the ones that are not taking God seriously, to see the example that you are setting out and desire God, to get people to believe that Christians can achieve results way more than anyone else because we have the highest force on our side with the examples that you are setting with your own life, to show people how to live, how to be, how God wants us to be in the workplace. Guys, ladies, people one in four africans are christians yet we have the highest unemployment rate in the continent and for a continent we are not doing our work we are a redemptive force just remember that who knows god has put you in that job in that position that role that global offer wherever you are for such a time as this do not shortchange the kingdom you are supposed to represent. Always remember, you are a redemptive force. Bible says something, I think in Proverbs, say when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. It favors people around us when we are thriving, when we are prospering, when we are living our best Christian lives. It favors your colleagues, it favors your department. It favors your organization. You need to understand. When I say you're a redemptive force, you're a redemptive force. It favors every all your stakeholders. It favors them for, for you to release your full God flavors as a Christian professional. It favors them. Stop shortchanging and underrepresenting the kingdom that we stand for. We are a redemptive force. And I pray, oh, I pray that God will open our hearts and our eyes to be bold enough to excel and to represent him in the different places we walk first with our lives actions and results before our words even kick in in jesus name amen today honestly it's just me reflecting i'm so sober i can't I, I, you can probably tell from my voice i'm so sober i'm not like hyped and all that because i'm just thinking like uh-uh, how do we have the highest number of christians and then we have the worst results to show for it it's sad and four Hebrew boys, four, I've not gotten over it, transformed an entire institution. Four, just because they could activate and apply covenant and their lives were better off for it and the entire Babylon really. 
may God help us, may God use us, and may we also make ourselves available to always, always represent the kingdom in the workplace. In Jesus' name. Okay, people, thank you. Thank you for always listening. Thank you. Um, see you again next week. Um, have a blessed week. Bye.